Episode five. Who would have thought we'd ever get this far? Episode five of the Play On podcast brought to you proudly by our first sponsor, uh, Valium. Because that's what I've been on for about a week or, or longer and my neck's cooked and I'm just floating around. Living the dream here, guys. It's currently Sunday, midday, and I've had a couple of beers, a couple of Valiums, and I'm about to record this podcast. So this one's going to be bloody interesting because it's not the sharpest I've ever been. Nonetheless, I'm going to get the job done for you guys. I'm going to get stuck into it. We've got heaps of stuff. We've got week in sport, some whinge of the week. We've got some cricket, Super Bowl, multi-bet. NRL team of the week. Stuff that I wanted to talk about, really. There's probably heaps more, but go somewhere else for that. And let's cue the intro. Charlie, it's me again. You, from the future. Sorry to the listener for the lack of creativity in the intro to this podcast. You know, we're at war with Elon Musk's robot army. Also, congratulations to the Rabbitohs for their 50th premiership in a row. Good luck, man. Congrats on episode five. All right, this week in sport is going to be brought to you rapidly because I don't have much written down because this week I've been diazepammed out of my mind and I haven't done a lot of research. So this is what i got for you. Ash Barty's looking good going into the Australian Open. Looks like she's in good form. Number one in the world. Let's get a win, Ash. Come on. Uh, Payne Haas from the Brisbane Broncos had a crack at police the other week and the like recording or whatever of what he said has come out and turns out he didn't do himself any favours by saying all that stuff to the coppers. Maybe have a few waters soon, mate. But it, just rugby league players and alcohol just don't seem to mix very well. Uh, a bloke finally did a good kick in the AF, in the uh, Hyundai A League, and the fan and the crowd went mad. And they have a new team, the Macarthur Bulls. Who? What? The, what are you doing, A League? Anyway, Paul Green signs as the Queensland coach, so that's good as a New South Wales fan. Joe Root's pretty good at cricket, isn't he? Yep, he's just stacking them runs up, leading into the Ashes. Nervous stuff. Latrell Mitchell's price pushing. Uh, he said he's talking to other clubs and getting offers and all this kind of stuff. No, you're not, mate. You're staying at the Bunnies for life and you're winning three premierships in a row. And we've got the uh, NFL Super Bowl tomorrow. So Tampa Bay Bucks are going to flog Kansas City Chiefs and get me 170 bucks out of $10, Bieber, Tom Brady. I don't really know too much about NFL, but is that going to stop me from re- pretending and reporting on it? No. So more to come on that. All right, let's move on. Wiki Winge of the Week. Wiki, 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 Winge of the Week. Wiki, Wiki. Wiki, Wiki, Winge of the Week. Wiki, 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 Winge of the Week. Ruben Wiki. How come all my Winge of the Weeks involve toilets? There's a common thread here, right? (laughs) And I'm sorry, but this one is keeping on trend and involving a toilet again. What's your guys' view on the disabled toilets, like, if you need to use one? Because this happened to me the other day. I'm going to put you... My missus works late on a Thursday night. At least that's what she bloody tells me anyway. But She works late on a Thursday night. So this one night, I made myself a really hot curry because she doesn't eat hot food. Next day, Friday, 
Had a couple of beers with the curry kind of thing. You know what I mean? Next day, Friday, about 9 a.m., driving from site to site, movement at the station. Like, the, by the grace of God, I was given a two or three minute window of opportunity to find somewhere to dispose of my feces rapidly. And you could tell. You know when you can tell? Like, it feels hot and rumbly. This was happening to me, right? So, I see the Golden Arches, everyone's favorite Scottish restaurant. McDonald's, I pull up, race straight past the counter, go into the toilet. It's not a very big McDonald's. So the male toilet has one urinal and one shitter. The shitter's full, man. Randy Quaid, shitter's full. Okay. There's a guy in there, obviously going through similar dramas to what I was doing. Because you don't want to really go to use the McDonald's toilet, do you? That's not your first one you want to use. What do I do? I'm running out of time. So I'd get outside. I go to like the toilet foyer, you know, where the leads to the three options. And my options are the female toilet, disabled toilet, or my pants at this stage. So I go for the disabled toilet, do the business in there. There's a smell that's going to outlast religion. It's horrible in there, right? I wash my hands. I come out. And as I come out, there's a dude waiting there in his wheelchair. Like, and I come out all able-bodied and shit of the disabled toilet and I feel like horrible about it and he was cool as he like fully was like gave me like he didn't talk but he like gave me like the all good kind of like I need to go to the toilet vibe and I was like yeah sweet kind of thing but then I felt so bad about the smell that I left in there and like what's your take on it what do you do there I don't know. Like, I had to go. I didn't really have an option. I'm not going to go on the female toilet. Like, as if you tuned in last week, you know, I've had dramas there. So, that happened to me, right? It's an awkward situation. The guy was cool. Like, everything's cool, right? I'm, I've, but, okay, here it is. My whinge of the week. McDonald's, put two shitters in the male toilet. Okay? Please. Like, just two. There's always, like, at least... 10 people in your bloody restaurant. At least, at least, right? So unless you want this kind of stuff to keep happening or like people to start like dropping bozzers in sinks, put two toilets in. The bloody male toilet and the female one. They probably got, the female one's probably got six toilets and a bath, shower. They probably got people in there with palms just cooling you down. But no, the bloke's toilet is like one meter by one meter. And you've got to like, you got, yeah, you got to share it with the bloke who's taking a piss. It's not McDonald's, you know what? Two toilets, please. Bloody hell. <laughs> it was pretty awkward. And also, Ford Ranger drivers, man. Just because you splashed 90 grand on a car that breaks down all the time doesn't give you the right to just tailgate everybody and drive around like a bloody idiot. Slow down. You're going to kill someone. Okay? Yeah. Winds of the week. Feeling better already. Yes, American Super Bowl time. Yeah. Eagles and patriotism and freedom. Yeah, Tom Brady. This is the part of the podcast where I pretend to know what I'm talking about when it comes to American football. NFL. Gridiron. Whatever you want to call it. Wouldn't have a clue. Like the basics, I know how it works. I played Madden. I played Madden growing up. I like the game Madden. 
But I, I, look, I don't really follow NFL week in, week out. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know what the hell I'm talking about. But I'll tell you what I do know. Tom Brady, uh-huh, the best to ever do it, is playing tomorrow for Tampa Bay. Last year, Tampa Bay didn't even make the playoffs. He comes over. This year, they're in the Super Bowl. Okay? This guy's superstar. Best to ever do it. Have I got $10 bet riding on it in a multi that's going to turn into $170 worth of hopefully buying your second microphone for the podcast money? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Does that make me the biggest Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan this side of Mountain Creek, Sunshine Coast, Australia? Yeah. Tampa. 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 Imagine how... What shit fucking, like, fan stuff they have over there. Anyway, I'm, Valium, Valium's kicking in on this one. I just want a couple of stats. Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl. He's won six of them. Since his first start for the Patriots in 2001, Brady has appeared in half of the Super Bowls since then. <laughs> That's crazy, man. The bloke's 43. He looks like he's 23, and the bloke he's coming up against is 23 or 24, and he's like the next Tom Brady. So it's just the setup is just here. Kansas City Chiefs, who, who the Buccaneers are playing against, they won it last year. Patrick Mahomes, who's, just, who's the, the quarterback for them, is the new next gun. It, this is The stage is set for an absolute blockbuster. I hope Kansas City just choke hard. My prediction is Mahomes chokes. It all gets too much for him. And Tom Brady just throws the ball and heaps and does good things. Because I know what I'm talking about. And I'm a, if you want if you want accurate stats about this stuff and like proper, legit NFL chat, move on. Because I don't know. But I want the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win. So come on, Tampa Bay. Come on, Tampa Bay. We need a new microphone for the podcast, baby. Okay? And it's all riding on you. Speaking of betting and multis, let's get into it. Team of the week. It's the team of the week. It's the NRL, NRL team of the week. Gold Coast Titans this week, guys. The forever... Ordinary Gold Coast Titans. And aren't just Gold Coast franchises ordinary in general? Dull. Just no nothing exciting about them. It just seems that way every year. But last year they were Queensland's top performing club, I believe. They got ninth. I think they can improve next year. They've recruited well. They've got a good up-and-coming coach. I think all the pieces are starting to fall into place for them to actually have a crack at something. And I'll say that with all honesty. I think that they can make the top eight and give it a nudge and and take a few top teams out this year. I don't think they're going to win it, but if they can build into a top eight team a couple of years in a row and recruit well over the next couple of years, yeah, they can win it for sure. They've got Mal Meninga down there and he's got a massive influence on young blokes. He's a huge influence on the game. So I reckon the Gold Coast Titans, sneaky top eight chance this year. They've recruited pretty well. They lost Jai Arrow to the pride of rugby league and the best team that's ever in the history of, of rugby league. But they also recruited David Fafita from the Broncos, who's a gun, and Tino Fasua Malawi. That's right, I practiced it. He's from 
the Melbourne Storm, and he had a great breakout season. These two used to play with each other too, and they were juniors, I think. So scary stuff coming out of the forward pack at the Titans. And something that blokes like Jamal Fogarty, AJ Brimson, and Ash Taylor can really thrive off. These blokes should be, you know, the spine for the Titans should be firing this year. They both had better years last year, especially Jamal. So I honestly reckon that they can have a crack. I'm I'm predicting seventh or eighth, around that, the back end of the top eight. I reckon they can really do it. And I reckon the Gold Coast fans need it, all five of them. (laughs) There's no fans, man. That's what they struggle. That's where they struggle. You can have the best team in the world, but if no one goes for you, no one cares. You know what I mean? But exciting times for the club, nonetheless. So good luck to the tits. All power to you. Good luck beating the mighty red and green, though. Ain't happening. So, this is the segment of the podcast where I'm going to talk about 2020 cricket because last night was the Big Bash League's uh, 10th final and the Sydney Sixers and Perth Scorchers went at it at the SCG in what was all set up to be an absolute blockbuster, teeming with talent and skill. And it was a bit of a letdown, I thought. Sydney were the kind of form team all year and it looked like they were going to win from the start. They kind of have only lost one out of the last 11 at the SCG and their team is absolutely stacked. And that's kind of how I thought it was going to play out and that's how it did play out. Uh, the Sixers batted first and Her Majesty's uh, Sir James Vince uh, was the man of the innings. He got 95 off 60 and he hit a six over cover that made me feel a little bit funny in my pants. It was a great shot. He, he had a great innings actually. He's, he's pretty, pretty bloody good, that fella. Mitch Mars also dropped him on 60. Uh, which is classic Mitch Marsh thing to do. Uh, Carlos Braithwaite was as big as he was overrated. Something about the Windies guys, I don't know, just doesn't do it for me. Um, and it was a dominant batting performance from Sydney, six for 188 they got in the end. Um, Perth started well, but the innings just never clicked for them. They just kind of seemed like it wasn't going to happen for them. They showed moments of like class and they definitely an awesome cricket team for sure, but it was an admirable effort. Um, they, they just didn't quite get there. Cameron Sandpaper Bancroft, he got a few, he got 30-odd. Livingston was good, but they just weren't in it in the end, and they ended up getting, there was nine for 161. And it, I don't know, it just wasn't that much of a spectacle. I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not, me personally, I just don't really get around 2020 cricket. It's it's too Americanized or something, and it's the, the bright colours, I just don't get, just doesn't do it for me. It's definitely the worst form of cricket. Bring back one day as man. Or make it less, I don't know, know, maybe I'm just a bit of a purist. Probably am. How old do I sound, hey? Some of the fielding also was pretty village, I thought. Dan Christian was one of the things I took out of it. He seems to be in every winning team ever, and he's about 50-odd, so he's going really well. So shout out to you, Dan Christian. I'd love to have you on, mate, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are. A couple of Cam Brancroft's still out there playing cricket, after suffering all that anorexia, that bloke needs a feed, man. Far out. He's so skinny. Like, something's going on there. So if you are actually struggling with anorexia or something, mate, I'm really sorry. He'll always be renowned as the sandpaper guy, though, right? Like, if I if I watch the game and I'm watching him bat, I'm just like, sandpaper, sandpaper. In my head, it's like, you cheat, you cheat, you cheat, you cheat, you cheat. That's all I think about. So it's tough for him. We have to have to deal with that all the time. Maybe that's why he's not eating. 
I'm not sure. Mitch Mars seems to choke in the big occasions. Is it just me? I don't know, but he he did. He did bat very well. He dropped a couple. Of, it just seems to happen. I really like Mitch Marsh. He's obviously a great cricketer. Apparently, he's great around the boys and stuff, but it just seems to not rock up in those big games. I miss Test Cricket. It's only been two weeks. <laughs> I miss Test Cricket so much. And speaking of Test Cricket, our alpha dog overlord cricketing nation, India, is hosting our beta cousins, England, in a four-test series at the moment. They've just started. It was day two. And England batted first, and they're doing really, really well on another lifeless, flat Indian wicket. So no wonder they're getting runs. But I've got to, in all seriousness, I've got to say, fair play to Joe Root. He is in some form at the moment. He's just got 218 in Chennai away. He's got heaps of – his average in India is crazy, over 60. Uh, he's That's like his fourth or fifth score over 150 in a row – He's in crazy form and it's quite scary coming into the Australian summer next year. But hopefully he'll be out of form by then because that's how cricket works. And it's different when the ball's up around your neck and you're trying to pull it away off the front dog. So I can't wait for the summer. Really looking forward to it. But England are doing really well over there. The game's probably going to be a draw. Coming into day three, they're still batting. They're probably going to bat for a couple of another, another couple of hours and try and draw this one out. I reckon the wicket will probably start turning, but we'll see what happens. But I think it's going to be a draw. Stokes, he looked pretty good. England looked good. Pitch looked lifeless. Uh, a little bit scared coming into the summer because the Aussies don't have a, a series against South Africa anymore. That's been cancelled. Uh, we don't have anyone to play against. Someone on the Instagram, play underscore on underscore podcast, reached out and said, why don't Australia split into two teams and play each other in like a little test series and everyone get around it? I thought that was a pretty good idea. Or we could play New Zealand. I don't know. Something has to happen. We need to play some cricket. Otherwise, we're going to get beaten by the beta cousins, England, and what I just would not be able to handle that. And I can, the pommy mates I have are feeling pretty confident, and I'm not. So I'm holding on for dear life here. Bring on footy season, a missed test cricket, and go India. Multi test of the week. That's right. It's multi-bet of the week. All right? I've still got multi-bets from weeks ago that are coming because I thought the Super Bowl was last week because I'm an NFL expert, as you've just heard in my last wrap-up. So we want Tampa Bay to win tomorrow, okay? Tampa Bay Buccaneers all the way, baby. That's one. Then last week's multi, it's all happening tonight, aka Sunday when I'm recording this podcast. Just And I'm going to leave that as this week's multi of the week because it's Wales to beat Ireland in the Six Nations Rugby. And I've got Wolves, Wolverhampton Wolves in the English Premier League to draw against Leicester. And then I've got Liverpool in the English Premier League to beat Man City in an upset. Upset of the ages. I'm getting a bit confused with the multis, so I'm just going to leave it there this week, and then next week we start afresh. Hopefully the Buccaneers get up, and Big Palmer can buy a microphone. Okay. Thank you very much. Wrap, 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 wrap up. We're going to wrap it up now. This is the part where we wrap up, and I'll probably do a little spiel about stuff. Probably tell you about next week too. Wrap up. We're going to wrap up. Yeah. That's right, you guessed it. Wrapping it up.
not before we do some shout outs. I reached out today and said, who wants a shout out on the podcast? And guess what? Everyone who reached out is going to get it. Even a couple of people who didn't reach out are going to get it. Bozza. Big bad Bozza of Alex Hill, King of the Hill. Yip, 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 yip. The bloke loves a yip, loves a you. Shout out to you, my friend. Also, he's a chippy, so feel sorry for you, mate. Official cousin of the podcast, Renee. One of the worst 10-pin bowls I've ever seen in my life. We went 10-pin bowling last week for my niece's eighth birthday. And because my neck's bad and I'm on valleys, I was using the kiddies ramp and I still beat her. So come on, work on that. Surely in the rang they have a bowling thing. I'm not sure. You might get stabbed, but anyway. Uh, Big Willie Carlin working on a Sunday, mate. It's a holy day. What are you doing? I know you're trying to feed the family. And that's food on table stuff, and I appreciate that. But, mate, it's a Sunday. It better be double bubble. Mate, Webby, one of the best plumbers I've ever met in my life, and he's a big, red, sexy son of a bitch. Mate, shout out to you. Up the Dolphins. He mentioned the Dolphins had a hat on, and up the Dolphins forever. Redcliffe, baby. NRL bid soon. Vico, right, one of the OG listeners of the cast. Uh, he, he works for Epic Office Furniture, probably some of the best office furniture you can get in the Southern Hemisphere. Like, I know that's a big call. There's some good office furniture out there, but these guys really have some good stuff. They're not, that's not an official podcast, uh, not an official sponsor of the podcast yet. But are they on their way? Possibly. Can they get there? Yeah, I imagine so. Let's talk. Talk to me. All right. Thanks heaps for listening, guys. I'll see you next week. Episode five done, dusted. See you on episode six. Thank you very much. Like, subscribe, all that kind of shit. Yes. (laughs) 